confusion, frustration, and anger. It's all par for the course for Canucks fans. And hey, par for the course. Maybe that should be the team's new motto. On this jam-packed episode of Locked on Canucks, we're definitely going to dive into that confusing JT Miller situation, get into Patrick Alvin's post-deadline comments, and talk about a couple actual trades the Canucks made today. It's Begsy, it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked on Canucks. Your Locked on Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and part-time credentialed media member for Daily High Vancouver. Let's uh, go. We dive in, yeah, 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 yeah. Before Let's we dive go. into the show, we want to thank you for tuning in. As we get into a groove here, this is episode four. As we get into a groove here, after hey, a few four, episodes. Four and three days. Four and three days. You got to mention the yeah. details, man. Come on, Seriously, man. seriously. I'm all about the details. Details bound, all right? We just want to say, we want you to make Locked On Canucks your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow is to listen every day and subscribe. Kyle, how you Beautiful. feeling, man? You, you got the ukulele. You got the sunglasses. Dude, it's the trade man, deadline you look, special, you look, man. You're looking more, a lot more chill than I am, man. It's, it's the Canucks. It's the trade deadline. It always feels special, even when it's a bit of a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? It still feels like it's something. This day means a little bit more, and... You know, year after year after year, we're somewhat disappointed. And this time around, I, I know. I just know. I just know. You can tell by by the collection, the collection of angry people online that, yeah, it, it's in the majority. It's in the majority now. You know, before, back in the day, the Ben and bros, you know, it's, it's all good. It's all good. You got to you gotta think about it. We got Pedersen and Besser and all Horvat, blah, blah, blah. You just wait. We need, this time around, you're barely seeing those people. They're still there. They're still there. But you can you can see that people are not just disappointed this time around. They've actually lost hope. And it's, yeah, it's and I think there's an argument to be made, and we definitely got to get into the JT Miller stuff because if this is true, and we might never know if it's true, but if these rumors about JT Miller are, t- are true, it could be the most disappointing and frustrating trade deadline in Canucks history. I'm telling wow. you, man. I'm telling you. Excellent. If the Canucks truly, and, and this, let's get right into it. This is reported by Darren Drager early this morning. He reported that the Pittsburgh Penguins took a hard run at JT Miller. <laughs> and offered you know multiple draft picks to get him but the canucks said thanks but no thanks we don't want your draft picks because we need a center which again if true if they truly turned down jt miller trading jt miller because they were only getting draft picks in return that has to be considered one of the most frustrating deadlines in canucks history now here's where i i don't think this actually makes any sense at all because you know if the canucks did turn down trading jt miller for uh, you know, just because there was only draft picks coming back in return, by that logic, they would never have traded Bo Horvat because they would have wanted a right shot defenseman in return. I, you know, for all the criticism that this management team is getting, I don't think that they're that thick to the point where they're saying, "Oh no, sorry, we don't, we don't want your draft picks because you know we need a center in this deal." Because yeah, by that logic, they wouldn't have traded Bo Horvat because they weren't getting Noah Dobson or said right-handed shot defenseman in return. So, again, there's definitely smoke here for sure. You know, Dragers making some reports with, again, wavering validity. Uh, Shana Goldman also referenced Whoa. that the player that she was referring to 
was JT Miller when she was tweeting up a firestorm earlier this week about the Canucks and the pen. So, you know, Kyle, where, where's your head at all in all this? And, you know, yeah, where, where's your head at, man? I'm just, oh, I'm I, just curious, I, man. I'm still spinning. I'm still spinning. I can tell you're still spinning. It's all right because life has put you through it this week. So many things happening in your life, you know, for real. And then on top of that, you're a part-time Canucks reporter, now full-time Canucks podcaster. And then the Canucks put you through a lot of emotion this week with all their moves. It's okay, Trevor. It's just take, can you take a breath for me? Please just take a breath. All right. Thank you. Bro. It's all good. It's all good. Where am I? I'm, I'm okay. I'm feeling light because I was, we've already dealt with it. We already know where this team wants to go. We already know where the direction is for that management group. Real talk internally. They are focused on next year. We just saw the move. We just saw the move real talk. And it, the, the move showed all their cards. The, the move showed all their cards, even though they said it throughout, I, I guess since they've been here, you know, it's about draft picks and, you know, getting cap space and using it and blah, blah, blah. It's Come on. It's BS. What does BS stand for? I can't say it, all right? But it's BS. It's BS. You know, we saw the move. We saw what happened uh, a couple days ago. It's it's okay. Like Whatever happened today and the, the lack of movement and the lack of movement with JT Miller and potentially declining any offers that only involve draft picks, uh, it, didn't, it didn't phase me. It didn't phase me. I'm just being honest, okay? Because we already got hit with the blow. We already got hit with reality. And it's, I, I got to do a lot of praying. You know, the other day, Trevor, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, I told myself that I have to be more grateful, grateful in life and be more courteous so I could, I could pro- possibly get more karma on my side because I want to put that karma towards the Canucks because at this point, We we only got prayers, man. I, I'm at a loss for words, Trevor. I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, I even hopped on the uh, the live locked on NHL deadline show, and yeah, it's just the running joke around the league now that the Canucks are pretty much one of the most infuriating, bro. frustrating, and disappointing teams in the NHL, bro. And bro, uh, bro, you know, bro, I'll say this bro, for the bro, audio I only. I gotta say something, man. I gotta say something, bro. I saw it. I saw it today, and I saw it throughout the week. You know how many videos I saw with the headline, oh, like. WTF, what the Canucks are doing. What are the Canucks doing? Why can you know, it's not just us. It was the whole league. And that statement, that feeling is deemed true if you look at how many times this team's done this over the last couple of years. Like, it's just not, it's not just a, a myth, you know? This is just bad. This is just bad, bro. Okay, I'll let you go, yeah. man. No, I, the point I made on Locked on NHL on the live show was that, and again, for the audio-only listeners, the last time the Canucks were relevant, I couldn't grow a beard. And, and here oh, I am with, you know, a solid 8 out of 10 beard here, you know? it's uh, it's It's been a while. It's been a while since the Canucks were relevant and not a complete laughingstock. Again, I think there should be some muted hope. Say what you will about, you know, the Canucks trading away high draft picks and, and buying even though they're a bottom-dwelling team. Like, there's a lot wrong with what the Canucks are doing right now. But I think there's some hope that their player evaluation is a little bit better or should be a lot better than the Jim Benning era. You know, I, I think on a day like today, <laughs> you start thinking of some of the bad moves Benning made and, you know, good Branson for McCann and a second rounder, 33rd overall comes to mind. You know, it was, it was a steep price they paid for Hronik. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you just hope he's a much better player than, you know, the people from this past regime, the guys they acquired. Um, you know, and, and I will give the Canucks credit here for, for one other thing. You know, Riley Stillman, I think that was a bad pickup. Uh, that side of the player development had me worried because he was terrible in Vancouver. 
but <laughs> they rectified the mistake by clearing that cap hit and trading him out uh, before the season. And same thing with Curtis Azar today. Uh, oh, we'll touch yeah. on him later exactly. in the show. You know, honestly, you know, that's the thing, Trevor. That's the thing, okay? Can we spend the next 20 minutes just talking about that Curtis Lazar trade? Because we need positivity, all right? We need positivity. I'm sorry, you know? That's why we end with one good thing. That's why we end with one good, go. thing. one good thing. But, dude, I feel like we need more of it, man. I know it's, you know, Trevor, I have to look myself in the mirror today, you know, because we've been doing more of this this week, and it's it's just the truth, man. We, we, we're, we're spending more time with negativity because we're talking about the Canucks. I'm like, damn, bro, look at the question I asked the viewers yesterday. You know, are you, are you, are you going to watch the game tonight? Don't lie, you know. It, that's, that's some evil stuff, bro. I, I'm being a little evil right now, and you just mentioned that Curtis Lazar trade. For fourth round, fourth round pick, and uh, that's it. We did it, man. Congratulations, we won the deadline for real. We're net positive. <laughs> real talk. Yeah, I, I don't know if you got that applause button there, but uh, yeah, you know it's yeah. I'll give a small gal- a golf clap for that Curtis Lazar move. But, uh, again, he was a player. He's a low risk, a low risk bet at the time, and he just didn't work out in Vancouver. Couldn't help. Yeah, we, got, we got something for him. We got something. Um, for him. Yeah. How uh, did that happen? Uh, we'll, I don't know. You know how we'll, it happened. We'll talk about that later. I did have. New Jersey didn't watch any games this year. They wouldn't give a if they offered a seventh round pick, Alvin would have done it. Uh, the, before we wrap up on JT, there's a, one other point I wanted to make, and there was a tweet from a prominent NHL reporter, I guess you could call it, or a blogger, who said that if the offer was two conditional sevenths for JT Miller, you'd make that trade in a heartbeat. And and that's where I think Whoa. this whole situation with JT Miller has just gone too far. Yeah. He said it on our first show earlier this week, leave JT alone. Dude. You know, it wasn't, again, for a team like the Canucks and the position they're in, JT Miller's not a player who really fits their window. He doesn't really fit with the age group. It was a flawed signing, and it was, frankly, a mistake. That being said, he still has value. He's still a good hockey player. For someone prominent to tweet out that they should trade two seventh-round picks for JT Miller, get out of here, man. Get out of here with that flawed logic. Come on, man. Yeah. Dude, he's still got a lot in him. And he has a lot to offer to the NHL. Real talk. He's one of the better offensive players in the National Hockey League. He can make an impact. He's, and that's the thing, you know. How did, how was I supposed to le- uh, uh, go into today thinking that there was a possibility of the Canucks getting the lease for JT Miller when they just signed this guy like a handful of months ago? When this management group, you know, they doubled down the dude. It's you and they believe in him. They believe in him. And to be honest. My name's Kyle Bowen, and I believe in him too. Real talk, real talk. I do. There you We're go, Kyle Bowen. Please, let's let's send him send him some love, positivity. Try it out. I'm probably one of the worst at it, but let's try it out. Yeah, if Kyle, if Kyle Bowen believes, you should all believe. Um, so next up, I do want to get to Alvin's comments. I, I jotted some notes based on his presser today, but before we got to get to Alvin's comments, I want to say this. You know, this has been a tough week for me. You no, know, it's been a busy week. I, I'm stoked to be here with Locked On Canucks, but. This team's been stressing me out. And not only were they stressing me out, but, you know, I just wasn't feeling great about, about my body, man. About my body, okay? Oh. I just came back from vacation a couple of weeks ago. I was on that vacation diet. I came home. I wasn't really working out. Haven't been eating right. But, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting back on the right track. And you know what helped? Was I tried Build Bar. And if you're like me and, and you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise that taste, then, man, I got the thing just for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think they're good for you. Whoa. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big chocolate right. guy. Chocolate over candy. You. You, can, you, can hit us in, you can hit us up in the comments if you prefer candy, but I prefer chocolate. 
Um, some of the flavors that they come in are churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. Peanut butter brownies is my personal favorite, man. I'm, I'm a big peanut butter and chocolate guy. Uh, I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better, they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Wow. You can order your Built Bars at Built.com. Dude, that was good. You did a great job there. Yeah, you know, it was it was relatable. You know, I, I really haven't been I haven't been feeling great. You know, I came home. Again, I just I continued that vacation diet even though it wasn't on vacation. And, and that, that's you're a problem, watching man. way that's too much problem. hockey. No, it's because you're watching way too much hockey, dude. For real. I'm so I'm I'm a big workout from home guy, and usually when hockey games are on, and it's an excuse for me to work out. You're also a big so. hockey guy, Trevor. At a it's a dark time <laughs> in that sport for you. Yeah. You're just living with it. It's like, yeah, I'll take another three hours of this. It's like, dude, relax, yo. Yeah, I, I do like to watch other NHL games, and I oh, recommend yeah. that, you know, you listen. If you're a Canucks fan, you do the same. You know, there's other hockey other than Vancouver Canucks. Um, but, hey, here we are. It's, <laughs> it's just too much Canucks. There's too much Canucks stuff going on today. We can't ignore what's going on with this team. Um, so Patrick Alvin spoke um, around 1 p.m. Pacific time, and he touched on a number of things. But I think there's a few quotes that stand out. But <laughs> Dude. I'm going to start with this one. I'm not collecting picks just to collect picks. And you went on to reference how when you have picks, you either draft a player or you trade that pick for another player. It's like, okay, cool. What else are you going to do? What else do you do with the draft it's pick? You know, just forfeit it? Just just sleep in and miss your pick? I know that's happened uh, elsewhere in NHL history. Bro, but This guy's got to hit us with the next question. Like, whoever's running PR for the Canucks, they just got to they gotta analyze how these people are talking to the media. Because, again, it's been a long time that the Canucks have been pretty weird, you know, pretty, pretty dark. And it was, it was Willie D and Jim Benning who are just, who are the worst at talking to the media, real talk. And I feel bad for Jimmy because Jim, uh, Jim Benning, because right, right at the end of his time with, with the, the Canucks, he actually was getting a little bit better, but it took like, you know, like eight years. Anyways, Patrick Alvin, I don't, I don't really think he's the most articulate slash clear with the media. The, the messaging is always a little mixed. Cause you can, I feel like his mind is scrambling, you know, he's not taking a breath. He's got to hit him with the next question. Real talk. I, I, <laughs> real talk. Next question. Next question. Next. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we enjoy taking a chance on players under 25. Next question. <laughs> I will say he is, he is getting better with, uh, with dancing, you know, dancing and skirting around that question. That's kind of been something he's known to do over his year plus in Vancouver. But I will say of all the reporters asking questions today, you know, Thomas Durant asked some pretty pointed questions and he asked one about, you know, you guys have the most cap committed for 2023-24 and what's your plan for getting out of it? And he kind of just talked about how they, he liked the players that they acquired and he's not overly concerned about getting out of it. And yeah, he, was, he was doing a little salsa up there, man. I'm telling you, I know he was sitting down, but... Or, uh, no, Trevor, Trevor, is he doing the salsa or is he, you know, doubling down? He's like, I got, you know, I made these moves and I'm, again, I'm not looking at acquiring ca cap space and letting players go because these are the guys I brought in or extended, etc. He might be meaning that. And if he does mean that, stand by it and don't change the messaging. Don't tell us about draft picks. Don't tell us about cap space. Just talk about wins. Real talk. Next, next question. Next thing, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, you really think Alvin should drop that next question? I, I kind of like it. It shows confidence, right? Yeah, you, you give a short answer, just get to that next question, you know? Yeah. Um, he, he did also kind of mention how you know, in terms of building for a future, um, 
he likes the idea, and I'm paraphrasing now, but he liked the idea of building around a core of Demko, Hughes, Peronic, Miller, Pedersen, and Kuzmenko. What are your thoughts on that? Is that a core worth building around, or is that perhaps a flawed yeah. ideology? It's not. No, it's not flawed. It's not flawed. There's substance there. Look at the players you named. Individually, they're they're talented. They're beyond talented. Is, they're is that a Stanley Cup players. core though? That's my question. Kuzmenko's okay. a rookie. Demko's had a bad season. Kronix theoretically had one good season. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah, well, sure they're you, good, they're good you, hockey you, players in a nutshell. But I, I, I do wonder about them as a Stanley Cup contending core. Yeah, well, Trevor, do you think there's been much concern over? Well, I guess there has been, but I feel as if the the problem with this team has always been spending money on the other guys and pretty much missing every time you know the people around those individual players you know the support system that people have brought in here just it just hasn't really worked i'll say this now my mind's going on all over the place and maybe you want to cut me off here and tell me to shut up because i know i know we got things to do right and we got to get out of here but i'll say this alvin did bring in mckayev Killed it. Did his thing. I would say, I would say above expectations for real. And he was playing on a bum knee too. That dude balled out. That dude balled out. Kuzmenko, one of the best offseason signings in the NHL this season. You know, that, that's, hey, Canuck fans, see, dude, come on, man. It's okay, baby. There's something there. I'm trying. Can you play a little, can you, can you play Rasputin? I got to think about the the Russians and the negativity that I was putting out this week. It was valid, but it was a bit too much. And I had trouble, you know, trouble looking at myself in the mirror. It's okay, buddy. I'll, I'll, I'd always enjoy looking at you mirror, no mirror. Wow. No problem, man. No problem. That's, that's cool. It's mainly the sweater though. For the, for those of you, for the, for the audio only uh, people right now, you know, walking, uh, or maybe we're on in your car, who knows? Costa you know, got a great sweater on, you know, lots, lots yeah. of interesting jagged lines. You know, I, I, I kind of wish more uh, NHL GMs dressed like you and it might be a little <laughs> bit more likable. Dude, um, man. <laughs> Bullies, man. A couple, couple more things I wanted to bring up here. He, Patrick Elvin was asked about weaponizing cap space. He said <laughs> they talked about it internally, but there wasn't a significant return just for taking on cash. That made me raise an eyebrow because we've seen teams like Montreal, Minnesota, you know, pick up fourth, fifth round picks. Like, sure, it's not a significant return, but it's something just for taking on a bit of cash. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. This guy just don't got to say anything or just double down. That's not what we're, you know, we weren't looking that way. Don't say it wasn't out there. You really think the media, you think people would be satisfied if you said that? used to do the same things. Benning used to do the same things. Like, dude, this is not Arizona. You know, there's a there's a large amount of people here who are tuned in. You know, they 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 somewhat get the game in the NHL. Real talk, they do, they do. You can't fool us by jumping all over the place. For real, you're gonna throw that out there just to dodge a question and not have us, you know, be tapped in and realize that, dude, you didn't say that a couple months ago. Like, you know, we've been through this before with a GM who's contradicting himself far too often, and it's like, dude, next question, say next question, or again, just say. Like, don't lie to us. We want to win, and we want to win now. Just keep it real. Keep it real, Patrick. There we go. Um, 
Okay, there's. Uh, let's touch on one more quote, um, and, and then we'll we'll get to the final segment here uh, on this episode, this post trade deadline deadline episode of Locked On Canucks. This was like the very end. It was the last question of the press conference, and again, he was asked about you know being worried about having you know too much cap space and clearing cap space. And Patrick Alvin referenced Tampa Bay. He's like, well, Tampa Bay doesn't have a lot of cap space, and they do okay. And it was like, Patrick, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay, man, come on! You're back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, they have no cap space, but they are competing for the Stanley Cup every single year. This Canucks team is 27th overall in the NHL right now. Come on, you got to say that, man. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, I do feel like I'm ragging on the guy a bit. I mean, I got lots of notes here based on the pressure, and uh, we'll have to touch on that kind of getting into next week too, as we continue to reflect on the trade deadline but uh, yeah maybe Kyle give me your initial thoughts on uh, Patrick Alvin comparing the Canucks cap situation to Tampa Bay <laughs> next next question dude next question <laughs> yo yeah. yeah again this fan base is really emotional and out of line a lot of times it's been tough you know we're, we're Canadian most of us and we love the NHL we want a Stanley Cup never had one again we're emotional uh, we're also educated, for real. Stop it. It's like, next question. Or, again, just say something clear. Just say, this is what we believe in, and we're going to do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Trevor? This You start using that language. Don't, Makes a lot of sense yeah. to me, man. Maybe don't, they don't. should uh, Maybe they should hire you for the communication stuff. Bring out, bring out your ukulele and your... And your yeah. fancy sweater and uh, walk in Aquilini's office. Yeah, they're trying to give us something that we wanna wanna hear, but again, internally their beliefs are so on the other side, and they're just not great liars. So this communication is just flawed, man. Just tell us, yo. And again, he kind of did tell us. If you read between the lines, he is saying you're du- we're doubling down. We're trying to win next year. The way, even the way he talked about Heronik's uh, uh, contract and how. He's cost control for two years. Like, dude, come on. Can you just say like a season and a quarter? Can can you not say two years? Yeah, you know? That, that, that bothered me too. That was also in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we haven't like, control for two this, is this is Vancouver. This is Vancouver. This is Vancouver. Okay. It's not ex- expansion team fan base, you know? We <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 an intelligent hockey market. Don't uh don't pussyfoot around. What? Um, Cal- that? It is- I'm beeping that one out. Don't even try confusing really? me with that English. Uh, we're not even oh, taking okay. a chance with right. that one. Right. Oh, okay. Hey, All right. I, 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 tr- I trust you, producer. Hey, I trust you. I've never even heard that before. Hey, maybe on my network we'd keep that, but hey, I don't even know. That was something, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, I might be looking for a new employment after uh, after that questionable phrase, according to Kyle Bowen. And hey, maybe you're looking for new employment too, Kyle. Uh, maybe in Canucks PR. And I think a couple NHL GMs might be looking for new employment after today. I know uh, it's a tough day for Pennsylvania GMs, Chuck Fletcher and Ron Hextall. Um, For anyone who's looking for new employment or they're going to hit the market, they should use Indeed. And if you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview and hire all in one place. Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. 
Indeed partners with you every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match the job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that, you know, if I were to hit the job market, Indeed makes it easy to find work, especially with Indeed Instant Match. With Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post, according to Indeed data. Candidates, invite you, candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Offers valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, bro. I'm not going to front 9.7 out of 10. It was almost perfect, and I know you were going you were going there. You were fluid there, and I think you noticed that little slip-up you had, and it was so brief. It was maybe 0.2 seconds away from being perfect, but I feel as if you're never going to be perfect, and that was incredible. So you should be extremely proud of yourself for doing an ad read like that. Yeah. Thanks, so it, it, it was it was almost perfect. It was almost perfect, unlike the Canucks deadline. But uh, in this last segment here, we do got to talk about the two moves the Canucks made. We touched on one of them already. The Canucks traded Curtis Lazar to the New Jersey Devils for a 2024 fourth round pick. And, and as we mentioned off the top, you know, it just didn't work out for Lazar in Vancouver. He wasn't a fit. Um, so just to move off on him, get a fourth round pick, very similar to return to well, identical to the return they got for Tyler Mott last year. Um, so again, I think we could argue not to be revisionist that with Mott, maybe they could have gotten a bit more, but for, for Lazar, fourth round pick is perfectly fine. One thing I found interesting from Alvin's comments is when he was asked about the Lazar trade, he mentioned Niels Amon specifically when yeah. asked about the trade. He said, with the direction of Niels Amon's game, we want to have a different look on the fourth line and then want to on a talk about, you know, what he likes about Neil Amon. Cool. So I, I like I, that, man. I like that. You know what? That's what I'm saying, man. Some of the work that this guy has done in this first year, doing all that pro scouting, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's there's hope. If you're listening to this, a little bit of hope and go outside, live with that, breathe about it, and just go on with your day because it is what it is. Beautiful. Beautiful. And uh, maybe you want to whip out that ukulele and do an ode to the second Canucks trade. The Canucks trade depth defenseman Wyatt, Wyatt Kalanuk to the New York Rangers for, drumroll please, future considerations. Well, perfect. Great. Can we talk about good one good thing? One good thing? Can we do that segment now? Is that is that oh, cool? Oh, I thought, I thought this was it. But yeah, go ahead. One good thing. Oh, go that was it? it. Come, there were, those, that was two trades. Well, it was the Curtis Lazar one was the one good thing. Oh, okay, I probably, cool. I no, no, no. We already talked about good. that. Okay, one, one, right. one good thing. Let's do it. Okay, let's let's do it right now. It's Friday, and one good thing about our time here so far in this first week is we've actually gotten a lot of comments. Real talk, we've gotten a lot of comments, and we're doing this for you. And I used to think prior to this that I was doing this for you, Trevor. Only you, only you and your family, right? You and your family, you're a family man. You actually have one of those things called a direct family. You're making one of them. You're in a different level of life, okay? And you you have that, and you told me to do this with you, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put bacon on your 
table, okay? For real, on your family's table. I'm going to put the bacon on your family's table. I'm stepping up, and that's happening. That's happening. Now, back to the comments. And we've had great, great comments about hockey and, and the NHL. And there's one. There's one that was really, really interesting to me. And it was about hockey. And there was another that was chirping me. Let's talk about the one that was chirping me first, okay? One dude told me to shut up and stop begging for subscribers. And it's cool. Like me or hate me, we're all Canuck fans. I love you. It's all good. It's all good. But I'm not begging for subscribers. I guess maybe I am when I'm telling you to hit the subscribe button. But I'm telling you to do it because we have a family to support, okay? And that's the Beggs family, all right? Hit the subscribe button. Locked on Canucks every day. Beggsy and Bowen. We doing this. And we're putting bacon on Trevor Beggs' family's table, okay? For real. Now, the other comment was one that was super, super dope. They, they, they said that... Well, they are answering a question that I asked you. I said, who's a team that's retooled and done it in the past six, seven years? Whatever, right? And this dude replied with Boston. Is that true? You're the, you're the hockey guy here. Is that true? Yeah, it, it's true to an extent. But I, I, I do think it probably deserves a deeper dive on another episode of Locked On Canucks. Okay. Um, because, yeah, they, they have. You hate Boston so that, much. That I will admit, but there's, there's a lot there. that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into it because it was Boston. If I, if I, if it, you know, if the, 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 the commenter said, I've had a long week, man. Now you want me to, you want me to, you want me to end my Friday top pumping Boston tires. All of your fans are are on the same level. Okay. All of our listeners, all of our commenters are on the same level. Don't, don't be judging like that, Trevor. Real talk. It's 2023. Anyways, locked on Canucks. Do you think Trevor, you know, the spiel that that was a fun one, man. Trade deadline special. The first one. And subscribe yeah we beg you to subscribe no we wouldn't do that but uh, you should subscribe we want to thank you for making locked on canucks your first listen every day now make your second listen of the day game to game locked on nhl every moment every performance every result locked on game to game covers every game from across locked on nhl with local analysis that only locked on can deliver Hey, Whoa. I even did my first uh, my first appearance on uh, Game Game. talking about yourself last night for the Minnesota game, Wild bro. and Vancouver Canucks. You're not not a right now. It's just... follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on Audacity, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Kyle, I know it's been a long week. Um, the Canucks don't make it easy on us, but I hope you have a great Friday. And you listening, have a great week and have a great life. And we hope to talk go to you can soon. Go, remember, yo, go, con- Trevor. You got to end it on that note, man. Honestly, for real, we just got to do it every episode, man. Go Canucks, that, that's go. that's gonna depend. That's gonna depend on the vibe, and that, that vibe's not there right now. But uh, wow, we appreciate dude, you, you really tuning in. Yeah, we appreciate you tuning in to Locked On Canucks. Peace. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.